Welcome to Music Buffs. Buff Buffs. Buff Buffs. <laughs> it's me, Iceberg. I love to talk about all things music. I'm a music fanatic. Um, we're going to be talking about everything from the culture, different eras, experiences, observances. Just, you know, I listen to everything from trap rap, soul, R&B, blues, to European rap, Afrobeats, reggae. I love a lot of our music i love how a lot of our music is bagged and borrowed from um in 2023 in some way but ultimately we will discuss um is it tasteful or not is it trash (laughs) so let's get to it i know y'all are wondering like what is a music buff like what is that buff what you know i know that um in detroit there are sunglasses but you know, here, over here, um, it's just, you know, music lovers, music fanatics, you know, um, this is a music history podcast, so we'll be talking about things from present day, um, to back in the day, you know, um, we are backpack kids, hardhead cousins, the reason why I say that is because, you know, a backpack kid is someone who only listened to, music that's conscious that is not necessarily mainstream but um here music buffs we appreciate all you know all things music you know we take you know a little mainstream if it's good you know if it's not trash is it if it's not a fad and you know and some things sometimes a fad we can recognize whatever that fad or whatever that uh I don't know one hit wonder did for the culture so yeah you know we'll just be here um on music buffs we will be constantly analyzing comparing the styles and flows of music from old school to new schools to local to global um you know, music is an outer body experience that takes me through the emotions and depths of a music artist's soul. It's nostalgic. It's futuristic. Um, it just sends me in so many different levels. Um, do, do any of you guys have that love affair with music? You know, I really definitely think I've had a love affair with music ever since I was a small child. I have sneaked and listened to it. Um, different things that I wasn't supposed to be listening to. Um, my first album was The Chronic. <laughs> and my second album was, I think, Usher. And then after that, it was The Ghetto Twins, but whatever. Um, and you know, I was like, I don't know, seven or eight listening to The Chronic and listening to <laughs> Usher. <laughs> you know, I grew up in a very, very liberal household. Um, in the Jets, and I could listen to whatever I wanted. I mean, I think at one point, you know, we listened to a lot of Too Short, you know, that was kind of like the thing that was going on. They had tape with the, you know, the double tape. I'm not going to tell you, the real music lovers know what was on that double tape, and I'm just going to leave that like that, okay? <laughs> music buffs will be discussing a music story, how different songs changed the trajectory of your life. What song was it for you? What artist was it for you? What style was it for you? Um, speaking of which, um, I want you to drop down in the comments 
and or leave me a voice note and tell me what b-side track do you love what b-side track never made it to mainstream but it is a bop it is a hit it should have been the hit you know you're always gonna go and listen to it I want to hear I'm not gonna tell you mine until next time um because I have a few but I want to know what b-side track do you love so our first buff topic is dun, 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 industry gatekeeping <laughs> And I know you're like, you know, I wanted to change the name because I really hate the whole coin phrase of gatekeeper because it's kind of like a, it's a negative connotation to it. But there are some good and bad that comes with the whole gatekeeping thing, I guess. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. You'll be the judge. Um, A gatekeeper, by definition, is a per a person who decides in the industry, let me just say that a gatekeeper in the industry is a person who decides which musicians get their work heard by the masses. So that would be, um, you know, the radio, that would be corporate execs, um, you know, tastemakers. I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, I guess some ANRs could be, you know, gatekeepers as well. Um, you know, they, you know, often um, they look beyond talent um, to personal characteristics in their selections. In an American Psychology Association article um, titled, what, what is music's gatekeepers seeking in musicians? Um, gatekeepers favor individuals with more emotions, drama, Look to an individual with good social skills, know how to play the game and self-promote, prefers charisma over a performer who demands attention. Essentially, what a gatekeeper does is block or grant access to key players in the music industry. Before, you really needed to have, all you really need to do was have talent. But now, you know, there was someone else that could do the promotion you know, do your social media, do everything. You just had to show up and sing, you know, Whitney had to show up and sing. That's all she had to do and put on her clothes and, you know, make it out to the stage. That's all she had to do. Um, there are a lot of individuals. They, all they had to do was just pop up, boom. But now there is so much, you know, you have to do to be a artist, you know, these days you have to, you know, if they are blocking and granting access, let's look at what is most likely favored and has been, you know, really, really mainstream in 2023. Um, so the buff point number one, <laughs> the reigning champ is the jester, <laughs> the clown. <laughs> it's a different outlaw act. Um Back in the day, it would have looked like Flavor Flav or ODB, Oh Dirty Bastard. Um, but now it looks like the baby and Lil Nas X. Uh, yes, yeah, sure, they have given us some decent, fun dance music. But is there any longevity? You know, let's look at the beloved ODB. You know, first long live ODB. I love, you know, Wu-Tang. And, you know, ODB, I loved ODB coming up, you know, but he was very theatrical. He was very, you know, drama field. He had a lot going on. And let's just be 
you know, you know, clear. I think that he was very smart. He had bars. He was very creative. Um, you know, even in the show, you know, the Wu-Tang Saga continues show, you know, it shows him being very spiritual and very smart and very different. Um, and I can appreciate that. Um, but he had bars and the music just works. You know, if you play that song, hey, dirty, baby, I got your money, don't you burn. You know, all that and then him with Mariah and everything. I loved ODB. You know, but he had, you know, he had some some substance to him. He was a clown, but he had some substance. You know, then we look at our beloved um, Flavor Flav. He's only published one solo album, you know, which was in 2005. But he spent decades doing guest appearances on records and ultimately was a hype man only there for entertainment, you know. But he became popular you know, but, you know, he, you know, I don't know, you know, really, if I can really say if he had bars, I haven't, I don't really remember any of his body of work, but I know he has gained a lot of notoriety and, you know, even before, you know, his whole reality show. Other examples of this, you know, previously could be Eminem, Ludacris. They all had funny theatrical approaches to their music but it was done right the lyrics and musicality um worked um also Lil John, you know you think about Lil John, you know the crunk juice the crunk juice skits and all of that that was funny but you know we didn't we weren't looking at him for we were looking at him for the music for the crunkness and you know just to have fun um although i've never been in a huge Eminem fan, I, you know, would, I prefer Ludacris over him. I can definitely, I can, you know, I can't deny they both, both of their music slap. They both had bars, you know? Um, and to be clear, we're not here to bash or put anyone's music or talents or credentials down, but to simply have a healthy music, uh, fanatic discussion, um, moving on in relation to the modern day justers, such as uh, the baby or Lil Nas X. And the reason why I put the baby in there, because he does add a funny element to all of his music. Um, you know, I know he is very, very big with the PR stunts and so forth. If you don't remember, he wore a diaper to a um, to a game or to some type of event that, you know, got him a lot of free publicity. Um, I think it's, you know, their outlandish and, um, outlandish behaviors and overt PR stunts are becoming as thug Mrs. Kaya would say. (laughs) Tied and through. (laughs) Yes. I think, um, Jester's music can rock the party for a second. You know, one of the best times I've experienced um, at Atlanta club was when the baby, you know, vibes came on. Y'all remember that song? Vibes. I can't remember. I don't know, but let me just tell you, I was in a club in Atlanta and people were jamming. <laughs> the club was going down, <laughs> you know, but I don't know if I turned it on right now 
if I can listen to it, you know, I only want to listen to it like when I'm, you know, about to party or, you know, it's not just something I'll just turn on just to be honest. Um, you know, to a certain extent, the whole album with the baby, you know, it sounds very disingenuous and forced and hard to listen to on repeat. You know, let's be honest, your favorite songs, you listen to them over and over again. They slap every time they don't get on your nerves. They make you feel away, you know, but can you say the same about, you know, the baby, Lil Nas X? I don't want to hear any little not I don't even have them downloaded to my Apple or Spotify or anything I don't know I think I had a lot of the baby stuff but I just kind of deleted it because it just kind of got old I didn't want to hear it you know it was very I don't know I don't know and you know I love the baby I think he's very you know gorgeous but eh. <laughs> moving on um buff point number two Let's talk about the honey traps and the crash dummies. I know y'all are like, oh, what is a honey trap and what is a crash dummy? A honey trap is, um, you know, a honey trap. They got all the looks, but they not smart or talented. Okay. <laughs> they look good. Um, they want to be famous no matter what the cost is. You know, when I say cost, not money cost. Well, maybe money cost too, but, you know, as far as their mental costs, health costs, livelihood costs, those are, you know, the real costs. Um, they, you know, you know, crash dummies, they still live a street life with a street mentality. You know, one of my biggest crush, I know this may sound terrible. He, you know, they're, they're all in prison or, you know, they get, they die from, you know, getting killed or, you know, drugs or, you know, because they couldn't, they couldn't stay focused and get themselves together. Um, they want too much attention and will get it and crash out, crash out, literally, you know, they still have a lot of gangster ways, you know, they end up dead or in jail. And guess what? I think the more salacious and the more uh, active or uh, how do you say it? Mm, the more scary they are, you know, the more like they could get signed or they'll get noticed for being outlandish. It's almost like Marilyn Manson, but in a different way. <laughs> you know, these people are chosen because they're easy to make money off of. Um, whether bad contract, jail, death, um, you know, they have a bad industry web, they won't go on. And, you know, a good example of this, and after I say this, I'm going to run away. <laughs> Y'all going to hate me. <laughs> it's sweetie. Brr, brr, brr. <laughs> all right, guys. So that's all I have for you today. Um, join me next week for our topic, dupes and remakes. Drop down in the comments and tell me what's your favorite remake. Um, and we'll discuss, um, you know, follow me at, on Instagram at music buffies, buffies. So that's M-U-S-I-C-B-U-F-F-I-E-S. And, you know, until next time, I just want to say, leave you with...
Music is therapy. Music is a combination, form, harmony, melody, rhythm, and other expressive content. Although it's different around the world, it is an aspect of all human society and culturally diverse and culturally universal. As Bob Marley would say, one good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain. If you're sad today, find a song that reminds you of when you are happy. Thus, you will be happy in that moment. Until next time, peace, blessings, and love galore.